Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Master Zed. We are again St. Jimulus. I thought maybe we were going to leave a spot where we could insert his name and then add an AI version of no. St. Jimmy. Get a, a St. Jimmy bot. Well, he, he already is a robot. Didn't you know that? What? We replaced <laughs> him weeks ago with yeah. chat GPT. I, I heard a funny comedian say that his parents recently told that he wasn't adopted. So he wasted 20 years of his life trying to find his real parents. Oh... This episode is brought to you by Moving Ducks. Get your ducks in a row on their way to your new house. Ooh. I should have hired those. Maybe that's what St. Jimmy hired. Yeah. They have enough of them. Enough ducks? Yes. It's actually... Yes, I know. I loaded it, helped load all his ducks into the moving truck. (laughs) I've been working from home because of snow and me needing to focus explicitly on this project I'm working on. But we have a rabbit that comes out in our front yard so I can Uh look at him. He's my emotional support rabbit. You know what? You could make him into an emotional support dinner. No, he's cute. (laughs) He hops about. Well, they're cute. He goes flying across the yard. They're cute on the outside and delicious on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what if it's like the, teeth. what if it's like one of those ones I don't want leaps about this one does leap about I don't know my wife is thinking about leaving food out for him I'm like he's a wild animal he can fend for himself yeah don't try I have to enough things, him. I have enough life or living things I'm trying to support right now I don't need more <laughs> maybe she's just trying to you know get him fattened up fattened up so that you could have rabbit fritters in the future It'd be nice if we get some wild turkeys around here. Oh, turkeys, not wild turkey. Well, oh, okay. Like the animal, I not the drink. Saw oh. a. Uh, I had to break slow down for a turkey 
Last <laughs> Do you week. break for turkeys? I break for turkeys. Well, when they're about, a, they look like they're heading into the road in front of me. Yes. Was he a jive turkey? No. Uh, really driving color. back from a site visit and out in the country, out in uh, coming out from Huntington. It's funny. Site visits are work related. Sightseeing is non work related. Oh, that's that's a good point. Different sites too, I think. And right? sight unseen is things that whoa people do. Children, children other people don't know about. Unseen. I guess I don't know. Maybe not. Well, so, I th- I think uh, St. Jimmy's mentioned it on the show before, probably like 12 or 13 years ago or whatever, when he moved into his house. But um, so his refrigerator oh, <laughs> I was, was like, I don't know what the correct word is, wedge, jam. Yes, <laughs> um, all of the above. Wall damagingly crammed, installed. crammed. Into the space between the wall I think and it's the counter. An interference fit. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, interference definitely. <laughs> so, I was up. I don't know if I've been on the show since I was up there. No. Um, but I went to. I was in uh, Portland for Christmas, and then uh, went up to oh, see season eleven finale. St. <laughs> Jimmy and I were together. I was at St. Jimmy's house. Um, while we were there, he was like, do you want to help me see if we there's any way we are going to get this fridge out of that space? <laughs> because they would like to take it with them when they move. Because the uh, original fridge from the rental house was just in the garage. And mm-hmm. it's right. a little on the small side. And kind of outdated. Yes. It fit really easily in that spot. I yes, it did. Um <laughs> well, spoiler alert, we were successful, but uh getting to that point was interesting. Um was there a wall or a hole put in the wall? No. I was well, gonna say because St. Jimmy no. only put a hole in my wall right the night before we were closing. <laughs> oh we had to fix so I can't couch. remember if it was my idea or Charlie might have been Charlie's idea was to but get it, a oh. Like a recovery strap and slide it behind the fridge so that you can then pull. Yeah, so slide it over the top. Because there's no way you could get it around around the side. There's no way. Well, yeah. So we (laughs) were able to get it down one side where the counter is, there's space. And then he has a winch, doesn't he? There was not quite enough room to get it around the back corner. I think it would have actually. Fit, but the strap was too stiff to make the radius it needed mm-hmm. to get in that back corner. But we were able to get it kind of over it, and then through just uh, pure exertion, we—that's <laughs> how we got it in there. Pulled it out. So I had Saint Jimmy put his back against the wall with the strap over his shoulder, and then like pulled kind of it down like in a crunch motion. <laughs> and then I put my foot on the front of the cabinet on the other side and like tug of war pulled and we were able to move it about an inch at a time. 
over the course of probably 30 minutes <laughs> with breaks and readjusting. And we finally, we got it out far enough that we were like, okay, I think this is, if we pull it out anymore, it's going to be blocking getting around it. So we need to get it ready, get the other one ready to be able to get it in and stuff and figure out what we're going to do with it. So the next morning before we left, we just moved it into their dining room, basically. He's like, there's no room in the garage for this fridge to go, and we need <laughs> to be able to plug it in because it's full of our food. Um, so we just basically put it in the dining room and then brought the other, removed just enough stuff out of the other fridge that we could, it wouldn't like uh become an issue that we used the hand truck <laughs> to move it take it outside out the garage and outside and then through the front door and put it back but and then yeah we loaded up his uh his old 62 Jimmy pickup and his motorcycle and his drift boat and it's all at my house currently and we're going to go down and deliver it to them here next weekend. Yeah, so as the only brother left here with St. Jimmy, I got to help him load his moving truck. Hey, I sent some kids. Yeah, you had you had some children there that were helping. They weren't children. They're men. Well, adults-ish. Adults. Uh, legal age. They're adults. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, we had to take the front door off to get that refrigerator out of the house. Oh, I'm glad <laughs> that I didn't try to get it out <laughs> while we were there because we were, were doing stuff like in the morning before we hit the road. Yeah. Uh, we also, I also thought about um, DVD when we were moving his piano. And I even mentioned to the other guys that were helping me with the piano that DVD had done it all by himself, had moved a piano by himself before. <laughs> yep, I trailered it by myself. Yeah, so we, we stuck it on a furniture dolly and then rolled it to the porch and just lifted it down the stairs a little bit. Um, and then had to roll it up the ramp, which was tricky because yeah. the ramp was super steep. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's yeah. I think that was the one that almost crushed St. Jimmy. He has to always be crushed almost. <laughs> right. He almost got crushed when he helped me move out of Portland. Yeah. I tell so, you guys that with his uh we were moving my like seven foot long steel tool chest that was full of tools. Hmm. And we he was pulling, I was pushing, and we got it up the ramp, and we're like, we thought that was going to be the hard part. Well, the truck was parked nose downhill, and so we got mm. to the top, and it wanted to go to the front of the truck. St. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> so he was like sliding backwards, <laughs> he was pulling both of us as we slid down the wet inside was, of the truck. Wasn't he the one that got <laughs> crushed by my Triumph TR7? Yes, yes, yes for sure. <laughs> When it, they, you guys are moving it, or yeah, we didn't determine that the brakes weren't off doing anything <laughs> until it was too late. Oh boy! Yep. 
So he just enjoys being crushed, I guess. Yeah. This is lot in life. Yeah. Isn't there a song called Crush? Orange Crush? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, we is, that, could, is that well, an REM song? Maybe. Oh, Orange Crush. Crush. Later. Orange oh, Crush no. is an REM song. <laughs> they also have another one that has Crush. Oh, do they? Oh. Yeah. Crushed by Eyeliner or something on their Monster album. Oh. So mom stopped by today and I'd forgotten that we'd ordered something and had it sent to her house. <laughs> so she brought us our new 50 quart truck fridge. Ooh. Cool. Nice. She asked me, how are you going to power this? Won't this run your battery dead? I was like, well, we're going to look at solar panel systems and other battery setups to get it to the point that we can power it without running or killing our truck. So we'll see cool. how that goes. We got the fridge first and figured we'd figure out how to get it to work later. I've done a lot of research and oh, good. have Might friends have to, that have done a lot of research on this topic. So I have to uh, get a little bit of information exchange download. Yeah. But pretty excited. We weren't sure how big it was or to get. She was looking at them on, in, online. And so I went out and she gave me a size when I looked at it. I was like, whoa, that's like half the size of... Just other things. So I told her maybe the 50 quart one's better because it's kind of the same size as the green buckets. We don't have to worry about ice if we get it to work right because it will mm-hmm. just cool everything. And I think it's big enough for a week's worth of our food. So, what kind of fridge is it? I don't even remember. It's about this big and like grayish. <laughs> it's got some so buttons on the top. It like makes most things of them. cold. The lid yeah. goes up and down. It's got a hatch, not a door. Uploading. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the the um, name brand of it, mm. but pretty exciting. Yeah, cool. What so are you going to do with it first? Uh, probably have a find a place for it to reside that's not smack in the middle of the living room where it is now. Ah. So I unboxed it and put it out there and looked at it. <laughs> um. It's really heavy, yeah. but you can also then load it bef- the night before a trip and have it plugged in in the house. Oh, yeah. And there's, I'm because usually they the have system. DC and AC inputs. So you can just yes. like load it up and have your food all packed before and then just move it to the truck. It's a good idea. It is heavy so, doing it that way. <laughs> the number one thing we need to do with the truck to make it ready for the trip is figure out the squeaking noise in the back seat. <laughs> Mm, good luck. Is it a mouse? My, I, I wish because I would, it would have frozen to death in the winter. But, um, <laughs> yeah, my wife thinks when she routed the art, uh, the CB cable, maybe it got around a corner or something that's rubbing. Mm. Oh, she yeah, that would a squeak. be good to fix. Um, we also discovered that if it's foggy and you turn your fog lights in the truck. That when you get home and you're going to park the truck for more than three or four days, you should probably (laughs) make sure your fog lights are off. Oh, because otherwise you end up trying to jumpstart it with your 1.5 liter car engine, (laughs) which did work eventually. Like a 20 amp alternator on that little car or something. Yeah, took a bit to get (laughs) to charge up the truck. Uh, We did get it started though, so that was good. But then we got to the place we were going. We we're helping some friends take some post-Christmas 
garbage to the dump because we've discovered the dump here's like five dollars <laughs> not nice. 40 like where it was it was a little bit expensive removed going back and forth to the dump with stuff here is great um yeah i think i told that story on last week's show the trip to the dump in the snow yeah yes maybe. okay yes i believe so mm. see and Master Zed listens to the show when he's not I do. on it. Well, I was having. <laughs> well, I, I was knew trying to happened. remember because we work together now. If he had, I had oh, right. over or like had heard the story from a work thing, or if it was from listening no. to the show last week. <laughs> I haven't. I'm, yeah, I didn't go in the office all week. It's been a while since I've been in there. I need to get. I'm feeling better now too. So today's day four of my um, starting to work out again. And I don't know if it's that or if it's just ending, but I haven't, I had like one coughing fit and that wasn't even a fit. It was just like a little bit of dry throat like an hour ago. And before that, it was great all day. Well, I Charlie just, has still has a cough and she finally, it had been like a throat tickle type thing. And then mm-hmm. probably like a week ago, it felt more chest coughing. So she finally went into the doctor and um, pneumonia. No, but that's good. The doctor said, "Okay, well, for in order for you to stop coughing, you need to stop coughing. And she was like, oh, that's it. That's super easy. (laughs) Okay, But basically, she needs to had needed to take medication that would keep her from coughing so that she can heal enough to stop to cough anymore. Yeah, (laughs) but. It's uh, all it's getting better-ish, but uh, the hard part is all of the drugs that make you not cough also make you not be able to do engineering very well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> makes it really hard to concentrate and make decisions. So uh, she's been trying to not take drugs to think I clearer. If but that might explain some like, of my I'm coworkers. All the oh, time. just kidding. <laughs> I have the problem because it makes me sleepy. And if I take them at night so I can sleep well, I cannot get out of bed <laughs> like my normal ability to do that. And oftentimes it's because my dreams are trying to keep me asleep, it feels like. Mm, you're locked in there, huh? Yeah. I've had sympathy. I saw a Star Trek episode like that. Oh. <laughs> I think I've had sympathetic lethargy because I'm really tired too, but I'm not sick. Oh, I just yeah. it's like she's on drugs, so she is having a hard time getting up out of bed. But I also am like, I just slept for an eleven hours, but I am still I could have kept sleeping. Um, huh. but I'm not sick. So I don't <laughs> I don't know. Well, I I'm feeling good now. Um except for my what's the your big leg muscles? They're really sore. Quadriceps. Yeah. Day two of my workout starting again was leg day, and so it involved lots of um, squats and um, lifts of different kinds of your feet, and my legs are oh, really that's, sore. that's kind of what I was doing at Cody or St. Jimmy's house. <laughs> <laughs> Squatting yeah. and lifting lots heavy of objects. Lots of squats. Yeah, they, they called us um, Friday evening and said, can you guys help us load the, some boxes onto the truck? And so by the time we got there, I guess they only had heavy boxes left. Oh, <laughs> so, you don't to put those in first. So <laughs> I don't know, but they were super heavy and 
I don't want to say I almost died, but <laughs> you. <laughs> I felt people where I felt like I was almost dying afterwards. Like I think I probably should have gone to the hospital after one. Where I was helping somebody move a piano, and I was basically deadlifting my end up the stairs. Yeah, by myself. Why yeah. do you guys know so many people with pianos? I don't know. Man. You know, the, <laughs> the piano I had in my house, we finally got rid of it. I paid my son and his friend, and they just dismantled it and took it to the dump. Oh. It's a lot easier to get out of the house in pieces. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're not going <laughs> to. They broke so, it apart. I, it was garbage. It was, I have an electronic thing. keyboard, which is way lighter than a piano. Plus, you can put you know program different instruments you can record stuff that you play so that you can play stuff you know that accompany it anyway let's see most of my interaction with pianos easier. now is people getting free pianos because no one not answer needs a piano in their house anymore well there's also the story of uh, when i was moving back up here from florida and um my wife had found a free piano that somebody was giving away. And so I went through the trouble of getting a hitch installed on my Jeep, renting a U-Haul, hauling the piano like seven or eight hour drive. And then when we got it here, we um, had somebody like give us a quote for tuning it. And he said, it would cost more than this piano's worth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, but it's free. we got it for free. That's we didn't why really you got get it for, it for free. free. We didn't yeah, really no. get it for free because we had to rent the trailer. We had to install the tail hitch. Or, yeah. Anyway. If, you want a, if you want a tuned piano, buy a new one. <laughs> well, I made, made a comment about St. Jimmy's piano after all the work we did getting it out of the house and up the ramp. I'm like... Uh, you might need to get that tuned once you get yeah. there. Well, he was to be fair, he was trying to give it away to somebody and nobody would take it. No one wants a free no, piano yeah. anymore. <laughs> I no. might have taken it if I had room, but I don't have room for that. So. Yeah, I heard uh, over Christmas, Charlie's mom was telling us about her piano move when they moved into their current house. Because it's like a upright piano yeah so it weighs over a thousand pounds <laughs> and they the house they were moving out of was the street was a staircase so you know it's mm. like i can't remember how many steps but it's a you know the full normal city block but on a stairs and their door was right in the middle it's wow. so the you know <laughs> she arranged with the like specific piano moving company yeah mm-hmm and they showed up and there's this like normal sized white dude that is there at the door. And she was a little skeptical, but then he was <laughs> like, all right, boys. And there was these two huge Samoan dudes uh, and they did course. like pretty much did like a haka before they had like a thing and like slapping their arms and legs. And yeah, just it's warming up, put a strap under it and lifted it up and carried it. And then they went down <laughs> the stairs with it and then their house they were moving into the driveway is too steep to get a truck up it oh man so it's probably like a two stories worth of steep driveway <laughs> and then an actual flight of stairs up to the front door oh boy because they're their money they those guys just carried it up there wow 
That's awesome. That's crazy. Well, so I finally finished one of my project chests. I wish I had gotten it done earlier so somebody on the show could have taken it back to Washington with them, but <laughs> worked out good. Got all my wood burning practice on it. Um, after the fact, my wife bought me a bunch of new tips for the wood burning thing because I only had one that was on it. Here's a tip. Don't burn yourself. <laughs> well, after doing nine different pictures on it, the handle, even past the heat guard, was getting really hot. Mm. Um, so apparently they're not designed to be used for like an hour and a half straight. Uh, probably. But it turned out good. Put handles on it. I still have to... There's one last thing. I, I forgot. I have to put the, the... the What's it called? The bracket that makes it so it opens 90 degrees and doesn't shut on you or flop all the way open. Which mine doesn't have, but this one's going to have one. Should be good. Cool. Now I've got two left. Two left to finish? <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Uh, this is probably the most expensive Christmas present my kids have ever gotten. <laughs> based on my time. It cost you your sanity. Oh. <laughs> well, that's not much cost there, but yeah. <laughs> that was depleted long ago, huh? My time. Uh, it's keeping me from taking out other projects. Like I've been watching, I watched an anime and had an inkling of, Ooh, that looks cool. I should, but nope, nope. <laughs> Can't even think about it until I get these other ones done. Yeah. Um, one of my Christmas gifts was a electronic drum set. Um, that's way lighter than a real drum set. Yes. And more portable. Um, and I learned that I may not be coordinated enough <laughs> to play drums. <laughs> I probably just, a lot. I probably just need practice. But, and I, I've come to a realization that I probably have way too many hobbies because no. I, I'm only, you know, contributing a small amount of time to each one. So I, I'll, I'll never get proficient in anything if I'm like you've got to build up my, enough. So when you retire, you have stuff to do. That's true. That's that's true. I could get those all started, and then I can work on them full time when I'm retired. Right. But it's got this thing on there, a setting to help you, quote unquote, learn how to play. And it basically has a light that lights up on each drum head. There's no way I could be fast. By the time I see the light, three other lights have already gone off before I hit it, you know. <laughs> um, but it is kind of fun to listen to music and try to um, emulate you know some of the drum sounds I'm hearing in the music so it, it, it will it will be useful because it'll make it easier if I'm writing a song to actually physically figure out the drum part you know on the electric drums instead of just trying to type it in and m making it sound good. You know, they need an electric drum set where you drum, you like hit start drum stop. And then it prints out the music. <laughs> That'd be cool if you had that for like a piano or keyboard or something. Yeah. That would be great. Cool. You should invent that. You could probably wouldn't be too hard. Right? So, Cause you could look at the like <laughs> wavelength and know what 
note that what is. note it was and the yeah. duration would be the type of note yeah well so i could plug this chat gb drum set it. into my oh, computer and basically turn you know into a midi file and then that program has a button that you can hit that converts what you have in there to sheet music so i guess that could do it that way didn't we have but, a commodore 64 program that you would put in the notes and then would play i think it? so yeah but it wouldn't go the other way probably well the program i have is a super up-to-date version of that so i can type type the notes in adjust the lengths of the notes you know whole quarter 16th um choose the instruments um if I have a sheet music, then I can just like type it into the program from the sheet music. So, and that's how a lot of our bumper music was done. Hmm. Cool. But, yeah. Um, so that'll be fun when I get the time to work on that. Cause I've also been, I also got a book that, actually teaches you how to play guitar <laughs> instead of a book that's just full of songs that are supposedly easy to play. Oh, so I've been putting in at least 30 minutes a night on the guitar, trying to get my fingers to do what I want them to mm. when I want them to, you know, I'm putting lots of Minecraft practice in. Yeah, I, I haven't done Minecraft in quite a while. I know if I start it up again, it'll take all of my time and I won't have time to do all my other hobbies. <laughs> so. All right, let's get to our topic of Ramden. Ram, Ramden? No. Random. <laughs> oh, are these stories have to be about Rams? I didn't know that. <laughs> um, I'll get started. Um, so do you guys remember the movie Dante's Peak? Remember Dante's Inferno? Yes. No, Dante's Peak. Is that the one with the Pierce Brosnan? One. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce yeah. Brosnan. Yep. The people like cooked to death in the yeah, in like a hot spring. Hot, hot spring. spring. Well, apparently he didn't learn much from being in that movie because he's in trouble and he has a court date for Four. next week because he went off trail at Yellowstone. Oh no. People die every year by doing that. Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing that kills most people at Yellowstone. So there's an area um, where there's you're supposed to stay on the boardwalk, um, in like a thermal area. And apparently he was caught um, off of that boardwalk in the protected area. And it's not just protected for the environment. It's also protecting the people. Because uh, a lot of times there's like a thin crust that you can fall through into boiling hot acid. Do you remember? <laughs> have you been there, right? Have you seen the Earth warning science. signs? I have not been there. Oh, the warning signs are so cool. There's like a kid. <laughs> in fact, I took a picture of all the warning signs. But one's like, looks like a probably 10 year old boy. And uh -huh. he's like, has fallen through and he's got this horrible look on his face. And there's like steam coming past him. Uh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. So he. He, um, in the past, people have faced between a week and 10 days jail sentences 
and hundreds of dollars in fines. And if you and do it too many times, they just a push ban. you in. Oh, and they ban you from coming back to the park. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he was there um, shooting a movie with Samuel L. Jackson in the area. And um, he is, you know, not from America, so maybe he didn't doesn't understand English. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't have stuff like that where he's from. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, he he is that uh, park bigger than um, Great Britain? I don't think so. I don't know. I would be completely amazed if it was. So, it anyway, for Double um, O Seven, the trail is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can, Let's compare the size of Yellowstone Park with Great Britain. 2.2 million acres. Which one? Yellowstone? Yeah. Okay, what do you got for uh, Great Britain in acres? Still trying to find it. Oh. (laughs) 33.7 million. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) 89.83 square kilometers for Yellowstone and 100. Oh, I go, oh for just England, is 130 square kilometers. Oh, that's the width. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's 330, so 37.3 million. Yeah, it's an order of magnitude okay. different. <laughs> it's much bigger. About, <clears throat> what, what country is about that size? <laughs> How many acres did you say it was again? Three? 2.2. Uh, 2.2 million. 2.2 so Belgium, million. 7.6. Uh, what's okay, more than Belgium? smaller. Um, uh, it's bigger than Andorra. Oh, that's cool. How about um, uh, yeah, smallish? So it's like a third of the size of Gabon. <laughs> it's a third Let's of the see. size of Belgium. Okay, uh, so we need to think smaller, but not too small. Are we including water? No. Total area or I land area? So. All right, well, Nepal is a little bit closer. It's 36 million acres. Okay, so I cheated a little bit because I just found a list of countries in order by area. (laughs) What's the same size? Uh, In square (laughs) kilometers. Oh, square. That's that's easy. So Puerto Rico is 8,959 square kilometers of land. And Yellowstone is 8,983 square kilometers. So it's the size of whatever. So it's the size of Puerto Rico. Oh, that makes it sound small. It does make it sound small. I didn't realize Puerto so Rico the was next that big. Cyprus and Lebanon are the next are just slightly bigger. Oh, okay. Um, just slightly smaller. Uh, Brunei, okay. Trinidad and Tobago. So it's pretty small. Yeah. So well, okay, but if we go up to like uh, Alaska, there's a national park, the Alaska's Wrangell Saint Elias National Park. That's thirteen point two million acres. It's getting closer. What's that in <laughs> square kilometers? I don't know. Thirteen point two acres. What's that in square, square kilometers? Oh. Square meters. Okay. How many it's, Puerto Ricos is that? It's point. Wait, that's not right. 
<laughs> you no. go the wrong way with meters no, it's and a, kilometers. I copied the number. I've only put 13.2. That is way different. 1320000. Is that enough zeros? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I don't know if I'm doing that right. <laughs> it's been a long day. I've been at 8, 11 hours of work today. Um, so 13.2 million is how many zeros? So it's 53.3 it right? thousand square kilometers. Yes, 53,000. Yes. So that puts it in... Between Croatia and Bosnia and Herzegovina. Herzegovina. Take that, other countries. We have parks bigger than your country. But it, that means it's also bigger than, like... So that would, that would put it... What state is that? 124th largest country. <laughs> <laughs> Out of around 200. Yeah, exactly. Take that, Rhode Island. <laughs> you're, not, you're not even an island. Oh. <laughs> Do you think any Rhodes scholars have ever come from Rhode Island? You would hope so. Why? I don't know. Is it the Rhodes scholarship something given by like Oxford? Yeah, Rhode Island's only four thousand square kilometers. Four thousand square kilometers, so that would yeah, still put it a hundred and sixty fifth. Hundred sixty fifth. So if we're out of this own country, there's still like 40, 40 countries smaller. Smaller than that. <laughs> That's funny. All right, that was a, quite the uh, tangent. <laughs> That's fine. That's what our show's built on, isn't it? <laughs> That's true. It is. It is for sure. All right, you're up. B. All right, no, so uh, much bigger. A, man, <laughs> yes. a man from Idaho was arrested after he uh, stole a plane mm-hmm. and flew it to California, which is weird because usually they go the other direction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it seems like people would like pay you to go to California. Like You wouldn't have to steal a plane. Um, but he stole it in Las Vegas. So he went to a north Las Vegas hangar, stole an airplane, Flew it 100 miles, which is pretty good. I mean, at least it wasn't I'm, like some I'm car thieves. you knew how to fly. Yeah, it's like car thieves that break into a manual transmission. Um, younger ones might not know how to drive that car. But apparently this guy broke into something and knew how to fly. Um, he's getting it and faces a lot of charges, not only stealing the plane, but taking stolen property across state lines, which is bad. Oh, turns federal. And, and I sure think that the yeah. FAA violations would be federal. Oh, this is charges. weird. I, I thought planes were more expensive than this, but this plane is only valued at eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, it was like a little Cessna. Oh, is that how much they cost? That's not bad. I think so. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the funny part is they picked up his transponder, and you got to turn that off if you still play. And I, uh, it was something like they called, you know, they knew who what who owned the plane, and they called the guy because oh, I th- or maybe he, the good guy crash it in on the the way. 
I think I crashed it. It has a very strange sentence. I'll read this sentence. This is from the AP News. Um, So a man was arrested after stealing a plane, flying it over 100 miles into into a Southern California airport, and eventually running into a desert area. Yeah, I I don't know if he... He must have run on foot. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, eventually running in... Because it was after After, police asked him questions about it. Yeah, I think so. I think he crashed it. They went and were like, there's a crashed plane. So they called the owner and the guy went to his hangar and opened it. And it was like, "Uh, my plane's missing (laughs) or something. But so one one run on sentence has three different verbs in it. He's stealing, flying and running. All doing different things without enough explanation of each thing. Anyway, (laughs) what do I know? I'm not a reporter. They didn't even put it like a tagline, so it's just by it's probably an it's probably an artificial intelligence written article. Probably, I had read that article by someone a real written by a real person, I think. Okay, yeah, this one is I, I just back. used it because of the joke about people going from I don't know to California, which is <laughs> backwards, especially wanting to get there bad enough that they could steal a vehicle to do it. He's like, well, if I get there and it's only valued under $80,000, then... Well, if you're going to go to California, you got to set your credible status high. Like, look, it's like if you get sent to prison, beating at, or, you know, taking on the biggest guy you can find mm. first yeah. day. He wanted to prove that he was up to the snuff to be in California. I heard an interesting stat that uh, in California, the number one car part ordered to install on a car was... Driver's side, rear window. Mm. Because they have so many thefts from cars. Mm. Apparently, they just mm. will pull up your car, guy will smash the window, grab what's ever in the back seat, and they're gone within like 10 seconds. And if you get the license plate, that's too bad. The car's probably stolen, too. Uh, They'll steal a car, then go on a day of rampage, and then just abandon the car, and then go steal another one. That's why I always drive through <laughs> California with all my windows down. Yeah. yeah, and I and only then, uh, I just put uh, bags of bees in the back seat. <laughs> I, I go I go poisonous snakes, bags but bees. bags of bees are good. Uh, all right, so my story comes out of I'm not going to tell you where it comes out of yet. So I want to set this up first. <laughs> okay, guess okay. Um, so I neither of you ride motorcycles, but what would you guess would be your you know one of your biggest concerns with riding? Crashing birds, right? Yeah. So, okay, birds. That's a good one. Bird I know, rash. like bees hurt really bad. If you oh yeah, bees. I bet. I've had bees um, in my windshield like right cabinet. I hit my face. Yeah, like in the neck. Um, they'll sting you sometimes. Or I had one crawl up into my helmet while I was riding, which was a very oh, terrifying, terrifying experience. Um, yeah. So crashing cars, other vehicles, kind of things. Deer. Uh, yeah. So livestock. I've seen that's deer a, get... That's a bad one. So, I saw a video uh, of a guy that was riding his motorcycle and this deer just jumped out right into his lap and they went off into the trees together on the left side. <laughs> wow. Horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, the, another big one. Well, in this part of the world, um, livestock or uh, animals are also a concern. Um, there was a motorcycle found uh, crashed off the side of a road in a small, um, let's see if I can find the name. Uh, Shimba Hills motorcycle was found off the road. 
Uh, and this particular motorcycle had a set of lion footprints. We did leading... say Simba, right? Simba Hills? Yeah, Simba. Uh, Shimba. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Shimba. But these footprints went into the road and then followed the motorcycle and then led off into the bushes. And that's where they found uh, what was left of the guy. Oh. And so evidently in Kenya, you need to worry not just about animals jumping out in front of you, but well, jumping at you from behind and in eating the you. lion's defense. He should not have <laughs> painted his motorcycle to look like a zebra. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, Zebra, and, if you're... and if you're going to do that, write it in a group of right. motorcycles. Right. Yeah, one. he was alone. If you're and by yourself, don't ride easy sick. pickings. If you're yeah. sick, don't ride. Yep. Don't look sick either. No. <laughs> I know you think your bike it looks sick, but you don't, don't make want injured the... animal noises. Stop <laughs> making injured animal noises when you're riding your bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that exhaust. Why would you choose that exhaust? Sounds <laughs> like a injured like animal. Wounded gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> the wounded gazelle. Definitely. Well, they have those little ride. whistler things that yeah, they, people they put on the front of the car that are supposed to scare <laughs> deer the, away. It scares yeah, deer, deer away, but it tracks lions. <laughs> straight off. Definitely don't drive your Impala in Africa. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Not for that guy. That's horrible for poor, that guy. Poor guy. But, yep. Well, maybe the lions just. I don't know. Maybe was it like a crotch rocket? Maybe he's a Harley guy. <laughs> they did not say. Based <laughs> on third world countries, it was probably a little fifty cc two stroke generic. Well, hopefully, it maybe pride in his work. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the maybe the lion was just excited that it was going to have its first playoff game at home. I don't know. Oh, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you've got consumption yes my fake sounding cough is consumption all right um the only thing i have new is something i forgot to mention last week um when i was at mom and dad's house we watched a adam sandler movie it was a cartoon it was called leo and it's about a lizard oh i saw that and uh it's really good that is a classroom pet and he it was called goes, leo yes huh. i don't remember <laughs> it being called that oh what did you think it was called i don't remember now you have me um questioning yeah it was leo because that was the oh. name of the why did i think of that being lizard. your name that's weird what my name is Mr. You're a lizard. But you're a lizard, right? <laughs> no. Oh, you're not a lizard person? <laughs> no, you're not supposed to tell everyone that I'm a lizard person. Oh. Are you I also had Bill Burr in it, which was funny. He was funny, the turtle. <laughs> yeah. Who's Rob Schneider in it? The principal. Oh, the principal. Anyway, it was a cute movie. It's on Netflix. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I liked it. And I even my family watched it. Even our dad liked it. So, oh, that's um, it. Oh, that's all. Well, I, I was also going <laughs> to mention since now that um, Master Zed's here, um, you probably heard in the last week's episode me talking about the game Alien that you gifted to me. Yes, 
So the first time Little Pold and I played it, we didn't read all of the rules. Yeah, we didn't. And so we got the first destroyed time. quite easily because we didn't know about the flashlight. Oh, yeah. That's so a, <laughs> the second clutch. time we played, we're like, oh, you can craft a flashlight and that makes it so you lose Less. slower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was a lot funner and easier to play after that. It was still a challenge, but it was a fun challenge. And yep. this time we played as the engineer and the engineering tech <laughs> <laughs> instead of as Dallas and Ripley because <laughs> their abilities helped out quite a bit. <laughs> yep. So. Nice. Yeah, we got that game. For some reason, mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think maybe I got it for my birthday. But we, yeah, as soon as we played it, I was like, Okay, everyone in the family needs this. So, <laughs> yeah, and it, it was cool watching the movie first because Little Pold had never seen it before. Mm. Oh, and uh, so we have the legendary. Uh, it's like the legendary series. We have the uh-huh. Marvel one, but we have the Alien Encounters version. Okay, and it is paced perfectly with Hmm. the movie oh so we have we've played it multiple times with different people and it's about perfect to finish the game right as the movie ends and there's three different acts in the game and they Mm. line up with the movie as well that's really cool yeah cool nice so i guess we'll just keep seeing jimmy's list on here for next week again (laughs) yes we'll we'll Uh, it over again so my wife and I finished uh, Ted Lasso season two, which had like a big, had had like a weird like character arc that it wasn't anticipating, um, where the characters arc the other direction. Like usually you go from like not as good person to good person. But there's an arc that goes the other direction in this season, um, which was interesting. Um, it was really good. Check it out on, I think it's on Apple TV. I'm pretty sure. And then I was looking for something to watch, so I found a movie to watch, and I watched Terminator. Oh. With Arnold and the other guy and that one lady. (laughs) Hey, um, just a side note. I was listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast with David Spade and Dana Carvey, and they interviewed Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was telling about how when he first was getting involved with that movie, he was going to play the Reese part. Oh, interesting. And they were going <laughs> to, he's saying that they were going to have OJ Simpson play the Terminator. <laughs> but um, James Cameron thought that OJ did not seem like enough of a killer to pull mm. it off. <laughs> so he. Them wrong. Interesting. And um, Schwarzenegger had been gotten in this big conversation with James Cameron about um, the character of uh, the, the Terminator character and, you know, what he thought, how that he thought the character should be played and all this other stuff. And so they said they ended up giving him that role. And he was kind of disappointed at first because he wanted to play the other role. He didn't want to be a bad guy. <laughs> But well, he brought him it. around to the second one. 
<laughs> yeah. To be the good guy. Um, anyway, go ahead. Sorry to sidetrack you. No, that's fine. That was awesome information. Um, I didn't put it on here yet, but we also caught up tonight with on Reacher. I had to watch the last three episodes. Well, the new episode and the last two episodes because my son hadn't seen all of it yet. Mm. So I got to watch it again. So I was talking to some coworkers about the Reacher show. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's a Tom Clancy show. And I'm just nope. like, uh, like, nope. And all the three of the people I was talking to, were like, yeah, yeah, it's Tom Clancy. And I'm just like, nope. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's not. It's for sure not. <laughs> Isn't it like Lee Child or something? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I'm just like, how how are all three of you so wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the that's another one. That's um, Jack Ryan. Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Which, well, they, Reacher's name is Jack, right? Jack Reacher. They did Jack bring Ryan. that one up too. They're like, well, start yeah. the R, last name JR. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, a little bit different character. I'm saying Jack Ryan to Jack Reacher, slightly different. I've read most of Clancy's books multiple times, the ones that he solo authors, you know. I've read all of his solo author stuff, I think. I think I have too, unless there's something that snuck in there that I don't know about. Even like his book about aircraft carriers. <laughs> That's a nonfiction. I, yeah. I have a lot of his nonfiction books I've read. Um, I've got a bunch of them on my shelf. I got two of them. There's a submarine one and an aircraft carrier one. I don't know if I don't have the. I know there's one. There's a special like, forces one. Yeah, I don't have that good. one. It's funny how the the general, like the normal leadership of the military, was really against special forces. No, all the soldiers should be the same. <laughs> but these ones They're are special wrong. anyway go ahead uh let's see oh yeah so we caught up with that also caught up on um the percy jackson which yeah. we've decided percy jackson is going to be the series we listen to on car trips now that we finished harry potter mm. um, my kids have been telling us it's really good and so far the show's mm. pretty good uh, now the episode you told me that I'd recognize the uh oh yeah i the did kid? And yes. it was horrifying because it blew a hole in the floor of it. <laughs> which is exactly the type of thing I was afraid of. But this that's exactly the spot that you were standing I when know. you refused to look out and the I windows. Took, no, no, no. I was like, no, they did not clear that place out that quick. If you want to yeah. get down from there, you got to wait in line because there's, there's not that many elevators. Right. And there's a lot of people up there. Um, I also <laughs> didn't think that the windows were correct. So I remember you leaning and looking straight down at the ground on one. Yeah. I didn't think the ones in the TV show were correct. They were uh, like all vertical. Know. They looked familiar. They weren't. They weren't completely vertical. I guess, but I just have a recollection angle. of you laying like I'm looking. I was like, "Don't do that. That's horrible." <laughs> and yeah, you can see, look down at skyscrapers. It's no good. So, I guess in the book, um, Rick Riordan, when he wrote the book, he thought that the arch went over the river, mm-hmm. and so I guess the book had some errors in it, but they oh. fixed it in the show. Yeah, it'd be way cooler. Why yeah. don't they, they should move it? Just move it they there. Should, they should build another one. Yeah. Oh, and then if you set up line them right just right, it'll look like the double arches. Yeah, then you can get French fries. <laughs> Have a McDonald's underneath. That'd be great. <laughs> McDonald's should build like a better one that's yellow. <laughs> like two of them. Like cross wow. the river on the other side. Like, oh yeah, look at this. Ours are nine hundred feet tall. There's two of them. <laughs> 
Yeah, the stupid girl. The well, the girl the show said, "Yeah, they're held up by math." I was like, "I don't care." No, <laughs> you shouldn't go to something that's held up by math. It should be held up by structure, and it should barely be hold, no held up by math. Not something that big. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, and then I watched uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, which is the latest Transformers movie. So I guess they got to a point that they couldn't take it any further into the future without getting really stupid. So they started putting them in the past, like they mm. did the um, um, the Bumblebee movie, which took place in the 80s. This one, I think, takes place in the 90s. Predates the other Transformers. So they're being secretive and they're not. Um, I'm not going to say this is the greatest movie ever. It was entertaining. <laughs> Um, it did have something at the end that I wanted to talk about that was exciting. I've not heard anyone else mention this on any of the stuff I listened to because I've never heard anyone talk about this movie because it, I think it went straight to streaming maybe. But um, So they're being secretive. This guy from New York, obviously, um, ends up working with the Transformers to try to end the Beast Wars Transformer guys, which are like animals that transform. Anyway, they transform into animals. <laughs> it's weird. I remember the, the, there's an animated show um, about these creatures, but um, there's this key that is going to bring whatever the big planet-eating Transformer guy is to Earth to destroy it. Um, the Transformers obviously don't want that. They want the key so they can go back to Cybertron. Not mm-hmm. so they can protect Earth. And this kid wants to protect Earth. So they're looking for it together. Anyways, it's all this clandestine working together stuff that's not out in the public knowledge. And through the whole thing, this guy had been looking for a job um, to support his family and his brother who, who was ill. So he goes to this job interview after all the Transformers stuff happened. And this guy's asking him about his um, resume. And it comes up about his recent trip to South America where they had all this adventure. And the guy knew more about it than he should have. Um, and eventually he came out and said that, that he's from a secret government organization that wants to work with this kid and his friends. And he like motions like, like really big, like the Transformers. And there's like a hidden panel wall that opens up behind him. And there's like some cool tech stuff out there, some vehicles and stuff. And the guy leaves him his card and then leaves. Well, the kid picks up the card and looks at it, and it says G.I. Joe on it. And I was like, (laughs) are they going to make a Transformers G.I. Joe mashup movie? And the kid part of my brain that loved G.I. Joe and Transformers when I was a kid thought that would be great. And then I had a realization that I'm not a big fan of a lot of modern cinema. Mm. (laughs) And I thought they might ruin it if they tried it. But has anyone heard anything about a G.I. Joe Transformer movie? I haven't done any research on the internet at all. No. So I don't know if anyone has even seen this movie that knows or cares (laughs) enough. They're like, hey, I wonder if we can put this in there and if they'll sue us. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I told my wife about it. I was like, you know, they mashed them up together a little bit back in the 80s in the cartoons, which was easy because they had the same voice actors. Um, so I remember there was a Transformers episode where he saw Cobra Commander. I was like, what in the world? But um, I'm interested, maybe. I would hope somebody other than 
the Transformer guy did it. Because I don't know, having is Michael Bay still making the Transformer I think he movies, still is. Or... I'm not sure. I should look that up. Rise of the Beasts. I want to say he probably directed it, but maybe he didn't. <laughs> oh no, Stephen Capel Jr. Okay, so maybe that's why it wasn't didn't bother me as much. It seems like the Transformers weren't quite as like over exaggeratedly complicated. Um, and one of the main Transformers in it was um, uh, Mirage, who was one of my favorites when I was a kid. I think, and he was pretty mm-hmm. good in it. Had some good music in it, like '90s like rap and hip hop stuff. Um, yeah, it was. It was good. So, if, yeah, if it's not Michael Bay, I'd appreciate it. I, the thing that got me with Michael Bay was the action sequences were like, they'd slow down like for, or then speed up so fast you couldn't see, tell what was happening. And you're like... So, how would you rate this in um, comparison to the other Transformers movies? Um, I would say... I haven't seen a lot of them very much. I like the first one a lot. Is it better or worse I, than the first one? I would say it's not as good as the first one, maybe. Okay. It didn't have a lot of the stupid child humor in it. Okay. Which was nice. Um, I don't know. I liked the main actor in it. He was really good. His name was um, Anthony Ramos, I think. Hmm. Uh, yeah. It, I like, the only problem is, with all the Transformers movie, they do Optimus Prime horribly. Hmm. He always gets like beat up really badly by the bad guy at first. He seems like he's a horrible leader. It's like they have to have him learning how to be a leader in every single arc. Oh, <laughs> it's like just make him a good leader. You don't have to. No, whatever. Right, but find something else to be the. It's like what they did to Obi Wan in his TV show that they <clears> gave <throat> him, mm. where they took him and like took away everything, made him Obi Wan, and made him like this reject, so they could build him back up with an arc. I was like, <laughs> that's. He should be the hero through the whole thing and not have to reestablish himself as a hero. But. Um, oh, someone actually on, I'm looking at the INDB and someone's actually talking about the possibility of a G.I. Joe Transformers mashup movie. <laughs> but I don't know if I can trust him based on the shirt he's wearing. <laughs> Although he's interviewing the director, so maybe the director will. And it seems like the director might be an actual fan of the like comics, the Transformers, and there's a Transformer GI Joe mashup comic as well. Mm. Um. Anyway, I liked it. Although set up, like I said, everyone's favorite as a kid, it felt like was um, Optimus Prime, but, but yeah, they never do them right. Yeah. So I watched I watched a movie uh, by one of my favorite directors called The Killer. That's the director's name. That's a weird name. Yeah, it's directed <laughs> by David Fincher. Oh, David Fincher. Yep. Uh, so he directed uh, Fight Club um, Seven. Ooh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yep. Um, I like that series. Yeah, Zodiac. There's been a bunch. Um, Social Network. Room. 
Gone Social Girl. Network, The Game. Mank? I've not even heard of that. Alien 3. Mm. <laughs> uh, some Billy Idol music videos. Madonna music <laughs> videos. Wow. Oh, in, in the weeds there. Yeah. Go back t- a little too far. But, Ooh, Zodiac. Uh, so the killer is has Michael Fassbender as the oh, main I character. Oh, watch this. This was good. Um, and it's basically follows a hitman that has, as you'd expect, uh, to have some kind of plot for a hitman. Something goes wrong <laughs> with one of his hits, <laughs> um, his jobs, and then the normal thing of they try to take him out, and he goes back and gets. Gets everyone that was trying to kill him. Um, so it's pretty well used plot line, I guess. There wasn't anything that stood out at me, stood the out to me. The pacing was way different. It. But it was, yeah. It the way was it was a, shot and the story is the way it was. Much told slower. It. it was a lot of monologue. Um, and yeah, it was good. Uh, had Tilda Swint- Swinton in it as well. Um, a couple other people I think I might have recognized, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so check that one out. And then I watched Letterkenny season 12, which is the new season of Letterkenny, and it's the last season. Oh. Um, and so What's they. that on? Should I watch it? Uh, Hulu. If you like Letter Kenny, I don't have. I don't know what a Letter Kenny is. Oh, Oh. (laughs) if so, this was season twelve. So if you haven't watched it, it's a Canadian sitcom. Yeah, it. I find it hilarious, but it has a lot of bad language and, well, yeah, just a lot of bad language. Your wife won't like it. Correct. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so the this season there is a arc with one of the characters about him kind of trying to out a different friend group that are uh, known as the Dgens from Upcountry. And after we watched the season, Charlie turned to me and was like, "Did I used to be a Dgen?" And I was like, "Yes, dear, you did." <laughs> I was like. She's like, was that was I really? I was like, no, your your ex husband was a degen. You were just with him, so that made you a degen. <laughs> but uh, very funny. Um, it was a good end, a resolution to the to the twelve seasons. I think it was good to go out on a high note and uh, wrap it up because they've been doing it a long time, so they're not the same spring chickens that they used to be. Um, and then following up on an interview with, uh, director Taylor Sheridan, um, talking about a couple shows that he wrote, I have started watching Yellowstone Oh, with Kevin Costner. He's a, owns a ginormous ranch in Montana and it's about, is it conflict. bigger than England though? It might be. <laughs> 
um, at one point in one of the episodes, they talk about the one kid, um, one of his kids says that they had increased the size of the ranch by 200,000 acres and in whatever time frame, you know, so big ranch, but it's about, uh, his kids and conflict between these developers that want to build houses and resorts and stuff out there and a reservation that's nearby that abuts the ranch. Um, and yeah, so far it's pretty good. It's a straight drama. So there's definitely has the people in my house have to be in a very specific mood before we'll just sit and watch a hour long drama. Um, but it's pretty good. I think it's still going on and there's two spinoffs. Yeah. There's like, I don't remember what the one of them's 1823 or something. Uh, I wouldn't be 1893 and 1823 are the spinoffs. Are there Tatanka in the movie? Uh, there's, I guess there's some farm ones. Farm Tatankas. Yeah. (laughs) Nineteen twenty-three has Harrison Ford, and the yeah, that's okay. So that's the second one he did. Two thousand twenty-three has and then eighteen eighty-three. Okay, I knew there was a twenty-three in there. Yep, twenty twenty-three has Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, and at at Yellowstone, (laughs) (laughs) the whole series is about him getting arrested for going off the trail. This is the weirdest spinoff I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, this is a news story. It's a court procedural. This is he's like <laughs> this is Yellowstone. I thought I was in Great Britain. Well, Yellowstone cops. So I've heard that there's been issues because they filmed like some of the shots that they filmed in Montana are of these ranches that are you know they didn't build. They built some of the sets yeah. out there, but there's you know real ranches and they've had issues with. People going out and driving, getting themselves in trouble, driving through rural <laughs> Montana, getting in, you know, getting stuck in on gravel roads and doing dumb things, trying to Hug go out to buff. there, out to see the place. Um, yeah. So it's funny because they talk the whole the show is starting out talking about. Um, the rancher trying to maintain his ranch fighting development. And then because of the popularity of the show, there's more development happening in Montana because of people wanting to Ah. move out to where it's (laughs) so beautiful. Um, A little ironic, but Uh, yeah. Unintended consequences. I think I heard Montana is actually hiring Kevin Costner though, to try to run people off as they show up. (laughs) As long as he doesn't have to do a British accent, he'll be fine. Or steal a plane. <laughs> All right. Does anyone have any nerd cred? Yes. Well, we know you do. Let's just get on with it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I think I talked about how I was building the Detroit old Detroit um, depot. Yeah. Which is a tra- the train station or whatever. 
that's been abandoned and then Ford bought it recently to re- remodel it. So I decided I was going to build it. So I built it. I think I've got the interior exterior done. A lot of interior work left to do. Um, but I figured, hey, it's a train station, so I should probably put a train there. So I put mm-hmm. some railroad tracks behind it where they would go. And then um, kind of modeling it based on the, what I remember of the Harry Potter passenger train cars. I made four passenger cars with their own little compartments. And then I made one car with like no compartments, but just seating, kind of like where the Slytherin hung out. Mm-hmm. So then I had to make an engine. So I based it off of kind of the Harry Potter engine. Um, but then it was facing one direction. I didn't want to build parallel train tracks. Plus, if you have train tracks, they have to go someplace, right? So you need another station. So I built another station. You must be an engineer. <laughs> and then I had to connect the two, so I needed I needed a way for the engine to turn around so it could pull turn up, cable. detach. <laughs> and I first I built a hammerhead on one end. Is that enough land space um, that could turn around and then hook onto the other end of the train and take it the other direction? But it was over water, so I had to build um, some piers and like a railroad bridge. But then I got to deep water, and so I needed like a wider span. So I built a truss support <laughs> structure for a longer span for the bridge. Um, <laughs> and then I got to the other end, and I didn't have enough space to put like the hammerhead turnaround like I had before. So after the the other train station, I actually built a tunnel that went into like a mountain, and I turned ninety degrees, and then built a railroad turn turntable. Nice. Like look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, so boy. in fact i was building the secondary train station while i was watching the terminator movie and then like some for some reason like, the thought came to my head about other forms of transportation that are kind of not used very often and the thought of zeppelins came to my mind <laughs> um, so so i looked up some zeppelins um i'm building the i'm gonna well first i got autocad out so i could sketch up my plan to make the zeppelin I'm going to base it off of the um, Graf Zeppelin, which was a German passenger airship that I think actually made some trips from Germany to New Jersey with passengers before. I know a Zeppelin that made a trip to New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Was it the Graf Zeppelin? Probably not. It was the Hindenburg. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I kind of ruined it for everyone. Um, (laughs) But they're really big. It's like 740 feet long. So that's like 200. How many some Puerto Ricans is that? Blocks. Yeah. <laughs> I need the larger, larger than dimensions Puerto Ricos. <laughs> it has more cubic inches than Puerto Rico has square kilometers. Oh. Probably. So <laughs> in order to dock a Zeppelin, you have to have a skyscraper. At first, I thought about you doing it on an the Eiffel Tower, depot. or not an Eiffel Tower, an I Empire did, State Building. Uh, it's similar to that; it's a similar style, but I designed my own based on some inspiration from that and some from from some other skyscrapers that were used. Um, <laughs> I'm still working on that uh, because, and I found out that it's very um, monotonous because once you build one side of the skyscraper, there's three other identical sides that need to be built. <laughs> um, so I haven't even gotten to the Zeppelin part yet, but I do have that AutoCAD file saved and ready to go as far as building the Zeppelin. Then i got to build the passenger area, which I have plans for that I'm also going to construct as close to scale as I can. Um, 
but yeah, I kind of nerded out a little bit on our <laughs> transportation systems. <laughs> a little bit, just a tad. In my Minecraft a little bit. It's really fun, though. It's in that uh, realm. You could probably look at it if you have access to that realm still. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, if uh, you want to tell us your nerdy pursuits, send an email to engineerdyshow at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and X. That's the new name for Twitter, apparently. Uh, yeah, it's X, X Twitter. X Twitter? X Twitter. Okay. Yeah. X is X Twitter. All right. Just search for Ingenuity Show for an ad free version of the show. Or if you want to buy an Ingenuity Show t shirt or a book that Mr. Pold wrote or something like that. Head over to theingenuityshow.com. Thank you for listening. Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends. Bye. You know, so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell you. Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees So you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Not a pot of whales, a pot of nerds Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees song most guitars are made of trees is by greg gibbs hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.